This is Plant-Based Briefing, Iron for Vegans, Part 2, by Brigitte Jam at veganfamilykitchen.com. And I'm Marian Erickson, and this is the 10-Minute Daily Curated Content Plant-Based Podcast, where I narrate articles from experts on a variety of plant-based and vegan topics with permission. And today's article would have been longer than 10 minutes, so it's a two-parter. I read part one yesterday, so go back and check that out first, and then this one today will make more sense. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Iron for Vegans, My Views as a Meal Planner, Woman, and Mother, Part 2, by Brigitte Jem at veganfamilykitchen.com. Should vegans get their iron tested? Some health professionals and influencers suggest that healthy plant-based eaters get their blood levels of various nutrients, including iron, tested on a yearly basis as a precaution. I personally refuse to get blood drawn for tests that are not medically required, except perhaps for research purposes. If one is experiencing any kind of concerning health issue, such as symptoms of anemia, that do not promptly resolve with lifestyle improvements like diet, exercise, sleep, and stress management, then of course further investigation is warranted. This assumes that vitamin B12 is adequately supplemented, something every person with a plant-predominant diet should do, not just vegans. That being said, I always get a nudge of reassurance when I donate blood twice per year, and the nurse announces that my hemoglobin is at a very healthy level. Not bad for a vegan, I like to say, but the nurse never bats an eye. I bet it's not the first time she's heard it. How to ensure a steady supply of iron for vegans. Cook iron-rich foods. As noted in the plant-based dietary guidelines cited above from Craig and colleagues, a varied plant-based diet rich in whole foods has all the iron we need. Even better, when we're running a little low, our bodies will absorb more. Because people who are menstruating and growing infants and children need a greater supply of daily iron, a recommended 18 mg per day, compared to adult men's 8 mg per day, it is still important to pay attention to sources of iron and make sure they're present at every meal. My favorite iron-rich plant foods include soybeans, like edamame, at 4 mg per cup, and tofu, like firm tofu, at 3 mg per half cup serving, perfect in my cocoa peanut noodles recipe linked here. Other beans and lentils, like black beans and chickpeas, at 5 mg per cooked cup, always a must in soups. Check out my How to Make Vegan Soups and Recipes linked here. Whole grains, including oats, at 3 mg per dry cup. Vegetables high in iron, like asparagus, 4.4 mg per cup, and dark leafy greens, including kale, at 0.3 mg per cup. Seeds, like chia seeds, at 3 mg per quarter cup serving. Fantastic mixed in overnight oats, recipe linked here. Dried fruit, like raisins, at 4 mg per cup. Great topping on top of satisfying salads, linked here. And blackstrap molasses. Once you get used to it, you'll like it better than maple syrup. And it has 7 milligrams per 2 tablespoons. I love it on waffles. Check out my recipe linked here. All those foods are foods you should be eating anyway, and I make sure to feature them all in my vegan meal plans. If you fill your plate with those plant foods every day, you will have plenty of incoming iron and many more nutrients too. Enhancing absorption of iron for vegans and everyone else. I gathered the best tips for enhancing iron absorption in Reshma Shah and Brenda Davis's book, Nourish, the Definitive Plant-Based Nutrition Guide for Families. Here are some easy ways to help our bodies absorb the iron in our food. 1. Serve iron-rich foods with vitamin C. Deglaze your soup pots and stir-fry skillets with lemon or lime juice. 2. Eat soy. The ferritin from soy is one of the most easily absorbed sources of iron. 
3. Soak your beans and lentils. The phytates in legumes inhibit iron absorption, but they're reduced by sprouting, soaking, cooking, fermenting, and leavening. 4. Avoid dairy. Consuming calcium-rich dairy at the same time as iron-rich foods can inhibit the absorption of iron. And 5. If you drink tea, drink it between, not during, meals. The polyphenolic compounds in tea, chocolate, spinach, and some other foods inhibit iron absorption. Don't ignore vegan anemia symptoms. This isn't medical advice, but motherly common sense. If you're feeling fatigue and other signs of anemia, you may need to assess the basic pillars of your lifestyle. Eating a sufficient, balanced, diverse diet, getting enough moderate exercise, sleeping enough, and managing your stress, in addition to taking a sufficient and regular B12 supplement. If addressing the above does not promptly resolve your symptoms, please get medical attention. Healthy plant-based diets are beneficial for our health, but they aren't a cloak of immortality, so don't ignore messages from your body. What about cooking in cast iron or using an iron fish? Cooking in cast iron cookware or using a lucky iron fish may marginally improve the amount of iron in your food, especially if cooking with acidic foods rich in vitamin C. It is also safe to do so. Just don't count on it to make a big difference in your iron intake, especially if your skillet is well-seasoned. Iron for vegan athletes. There are special considerations for plant-based athletes, especially women, regarding iron, including the risk of suffering from runner's anemia due to the destruction of red blood cells when hitting the pavement at speed. Even those in low-impact sports should make sure to learn more. There's an excellent article by Pamela Ferguson, registered dietitian, on the No Meat Athlete website called Iron for the Vegan Female Athlete, a Primer, linked here. Men should read it too. Special Considerations When Transitioning to Plant-Based Eating Something I've heard often in plant-friendly medical circles but have never traced to an actual peer-reviewed study is that people who transition to a 100% plant-based diet overnight may find themselves feeling more fatigued than people who transition progressively. One tentative theory seems to be that because their body was used to getting a high supply of some easily absorbable nutrients like heme iron, their cells might struggle at first to adapt to absorb the nutrients in their plant package. For this reason, and because people who transition to vegan overnight have a lesser chance of sticking with their new diet over the long term, I always recommend a progressive transition. Instead of quitting meat, eggs, and dairy, cold tofu, try increasing the share of plant foods on your plate over a few weeks or a few months. But if you're transitioning overnight under urgent admonishment from a medical professional, make sure you get all the support you need during the process. You just listened to Iron for Vegans, Part 2, by Brigitte Jam at veganfamilykitchen.com. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson. I'll put a link to the original post in the show notes, and then you can reference the various recipes and other citations that she mentioned. And I'll also put links to a couple related episodes. One is episode 20, Seven Things That Happen When You Stop Eating Meat, and episodes 83 and 84, a two-parter, Cast Iron Cooking for Vegans. So check those out if you're interested. And I just wanted to add, I'm one of those people who loves to get my blood work done once a year for quote-unquote research purposes, because I basically just like to brag about how healthy a whole food plant-based vegan lifestyle can be. Anyway, please share this episode with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.